0: Hello everyone and welcome. It's a secret keepers club. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Carly Aquilino. Happy to have you here. Happy Monday, you guys. I'm, I'm recording this on a Monday because we've been having some some technical difficulties over here at secret keepers club HQ, which happens to just be my kitchen table. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry about that. Sorry, you guys are getting the potty late, but I just woke up and I said I'm going to record it because I found out last night that there was an issue with the sound. So anywho, hope everyone's well, have a couple things that I want to chit chat with the girlies about. I have a bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And yeah, I have a little raspy, I have a little raspy voice right now, which is kind of cute. If I may, if I may, if I might, but, um, I'm drinking coffee with my favorite, uh, creamer that I forget what the hell it's called. It's called like natural bliss or something bliss, right? And it's the sweet cream flavor. It's really good with an espresso pod. Forget it. I pay $6 for that. It is really, really good. You guys, I'm not even kidding. It's good. Anywho, I also do appreciate when I recommend things and then you guys try them and you guys are always like, this is actually amazing. I'm like, girl, I know I would never make my girls go out and buy stuff that isn't good. Okay. So I haven't watched the Love is Blind thing. I know it was on last night, but I went out last night. Don't even get me started about what happened last night. I was supposed to go out for a couple of drinks. Okay. And you guys know me. I'm a freaking goblin. Once I'm out, I'm out. I, I, I can't help it. I'm a little goblin and I and I, you know, frolic through the night. But we were out and um I was talking to this guy, and he's like, and we know a few of the same people, whatever. And he's like, Oh, let me give you my phone number. Which phone number do you want? I said, so you're a drug dealer. Hello. And he pretty much was like, yeah, (laughs) he goes, why do you think that? I said, you think this is my first day on earth? Why would you have, why do you have 14 cell phones? But anywho, that's not, that's not my cup of tea girls, but we were cracking up. Um, did you guys ever hear that audio of it was like this like child star in the 90s in the early 2000s like I think it was a kid from even Stevens and he was being interviewed and he's like I'm looking forward to cracking up I really think I'm gonna crack up at this movie <laughs> I think about him all the time I don't know why but you guys I thought of something that's really freaking embarrassing so you want? I'm just gonna start it off, and then I'll tell the story. So, what is really embarrassing is oversleeping. It's humiliating. It's like grow up. What are you in fifth grade? And I know it happens to all of us, but last week it was the worst ever. Well, not the worst I've ever been through, but I did something really stupid. So, Tuesdays I record a show for Snapchat at 12:15 every Tuesday for the last like three years almost four years. Okay. And I never, I mean, it's 1215, but that morning I wake up really early. I go for a walk. I drink some coffee. I'm texting my friend about this show that I was watching in the morning. And then at like 10, I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a minute. I'll set an alarm just in case. And, you know, I'll wake up at 11. I'm just going to take a little quick, you know, little, little cat nap with my cats. Girl, why did I wake up at 1 p.m.? What? 1 p.m. I look at my phone, I'm like stretching and I'm like, oh, like, wow, I didn't even sleep that long. My alarm didn't go off yet. Yes, it did. I look at my phone, 30 missed calls, right? And my best friend keeps calling me, calling me, calling me over and over again. I'm like, and I kept rejecting her call because I was going to text her, like, girl, uh, I can't even, don't even get me started right now about what's going on right now. You know, I got to call you later. And so I finally pick up. I'm like, girl, I can't talk right now. Like, but what she's like, she goes, I know they called me. I was like, what? She's like, they called me. Did you oversleep? It's one. I'm like, girl, please. So I was mortified and I was talking to her in the morning. So I was like screenshotting our text messages with the timestamps and sending it to the people in production because I'm like, I promise you I was awake. I'm not just waking up at one. How fucking embarrassing. It's one thing if it's, you know, 5.30, 6 o'clock, 6.30, whatever. And I'm usually good. I'm usually good about waking up. Girl, I was mortified. I was mortified. But I went to um, the bar last night to watch the next episode of Succession. So l- let's just break it down really quick. This is not a spoiler. But first two episodes of Succession have were, were boring. The third one was wild. Okay. So the bar that we go to plays succession on Sunday nights and I couldn't focus on it. It was loud. I was far away from the TV. So I didn't, I wasn't focusing on it on purpose. Um, cause I was like, I will just watch it at home. So I'm going to watch that. And I'm also going to watch the love is blind reunion that I missed, um, last night. So uh, go, oh, your girl's busy. Okay. And I'm sitting here with Robert himself. Stanley is looking at me from far away. What's going on, bud? Okay, he's he's going to, we're going to. He's actually being pretty quiet. He's good. Um. Okay, let's get to some of these emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay. This one says, I'm living in a movie also a response to another girly. Okay. Hey, Uh, and by the way, you guys, if the mic cuts out at like, and this is all that they post, if the mic cuts out at any moment and the rest of the podcast is gone, I'll just see you next week. (laughs) Okay. Because the last one, it wasn't, it was like so much dead air. And I almost told the girl, I'm like, just post it. They'll understand. Like they'll understand but i'm like they won't understand with no context so there's the context for you anywho hey carly and the fur babies i wanted to write in because i've been living in a hallmark movie for the last few months Ooh, exciting i love a hallmark movie do you guys watch um virgin river it's not hallmark but it has that vibe uh and i think my story could also help the person who said she's in a long-term relationship but might want it to end um I was in a relationship for five and a half years. It started off like a dream, but over time, quickly things downturned after he fell into a depression and stopped working and stopped doing literally anything. I had to take care of all the bills, all the shopping and home maintenance. Um, Honestly, I could go on for too long because I kept... I kept listening to what ended up being very empty promises. It was hard because we were living together in a state where neither of us knew anybody else, but I finally had enough excuses and broke up with him and moved to a completely new city by myself. I've been calling this my year of yes, and I've been putting myself outside my comfort zone, taking improv classes, traveling alone, and just putting myself out there and seeing what comes back to me. I've been living my absolute best life. I've never been happier. Here's, the mo- Here's where the movie truly begins. Six years ago, I was in the Air Force. Oh, thank you for your service. I was stationed in California. I had been in trading class for a couple of months when C transferred into my class. We got along really well, and eventually he became my best friend. But I was in that relationship at the time, so C and I were never more than just friends. I ended up leaving a couple months later, and he completely ghosted me. We were supposed to ha- catch up on a phone call the month after I had left, but he never responded or answered my texts or calls. So I just let it go, though it was not easy, um, seeing as he was truly my best friend at the time. He never left the back of my brain, but over. For the following six years, I've thought about him less and less. Cut to me now, living my best life and not taking shit from anyone. One day, I was looking at who viewed my Instagram story and saw he was one of them. No longer caring about what happens, I messaged him saying if he was going to look at my story, he may as well at least talk to me too. That, there you go. He answered almost immediately saying, Hey, what's up? And acting as if six years hadn't gone by since we had last spoken a few messages back and forth. I asked him if he'd like to catch up on the phone. He said yes. And to call him anytime I called him and told him about how he broke my heart six years ago. And while I'm no longer angry, I needed him to know that he hurt me. He listened to me. He made no excuses, apologized. And we had a two and a half hour long conversation that felt like no time had passed. He's stationed in Europe and won't be back in the U S until next year. Wow. He's been in the military for a long time. He's been in the military for like 10 years, right? I'm trying to crunch the numbers, but who could say, Um, During this call, he asked me if I'm still single and he's still single. If I'd go on a date with him when he gets back, of course, I said, yes, we started talking nonstop after that a week after that. I knew I was going to marry him. He completely worships me. He thinks I'm the smartest, sexiest goddess and wants to do everything he can to make me happy. Two weeks later, he told me he was in love with me. Three weeks later, we started talking about where we're going to live together next year when his contract is up. I'm still going to visit him in December and have the most cinematic European romance ever. Ooh, so, uh, so sorry, this is a too long story, but I wanted to let all the people know that you do not have to settle. Being comfortable is not a good enough excuse to stay where you're not happy. It'll be hard at first, but it's been five months post breakup and I've met the man of my dreams who treats me better than I ever knew was possible. Also, he has abs and wears a uniform. Oh, yep, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it girl. Carly, maybe you (laughs) need to get a man in the armed forces. Uh, thank you. Hope this helps someone. I think that is really helpful because I think like taking the leap at any point is really scary. Um, you don't know what's going to happen. You're comfortable where you're at. You don't really want to shake things up. You think you might regret it if you make this big choice and we take the leap and then we look back and we go, Oh, thank God I did that. You know, So, I think that is really helpful. And I love hearing stories like that. And I'm very happy for you. Okay, you guys, before we get to the ads, I have to tell you the funniest story. So, I get boxes all the time of like the stuff that we're doing ads for on the podcast, right? So that I could try everything out and, you know, have experience with it before I recommend it to you and tell you about, you know, how I feel about it. So, I never really know when the boxes are coming. I don't know what they are before I get them, nothing like that. And the other day, I open up. a package and it's a humongous dildo and I'm like oh haha like is one of my friends playing a prank on me like what's going on here and then I realized no this is for the potty which is really funny um so with all that being said we have Adam and Eve today shopping in store for sex toys can be frustrating try shopping online with Adam and Eve they are America's most trusted source for sex toys. They have been giving people a good time for over 50 years. No matter what you're into, they have it all. With Adam and Eve's discreet shipping, there's no need to stalk your mail carrier and make sure you're the first to intercept your package. I'll tell you that much right now because the, the packaging was very nondescript. The packaging that I received was very nondescript and there was a lot of goodies in there. Okay, I thought, oh, what could this be? Right, plain box. Didn't say anything on the on the front of it. So I think that's a great, I think that's a great thing. Um, You could spice things up with your partner and check out their selection of toys for couples for a fun date night. Try the clone a Willy kit and make a replica of your favorite penis. And isn't that something that we all need? Check out adamandeve.com. Use code SKC for 50% off one item and free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Some exclusions apply. That's adamandeve.com. Promo code SKC for 50% off one item and free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Um, Let's see. This one says rough patch or kiss the peach. By the way, um, when we were out last night, I saw one of my friends. Hey, get off of him. Hey, Stanley, we're going to get off of Robert now. Not going to attack my baby. No. Uh, when, whenever Stanley attacks Robert and I say things like, please stop doing that. He starts pretending like he was just like cleaning him. Um, He's evil. So um, we were talking to one of my friends, me and my friend Alicia. Hi, Alicia. And... I said something about, she said, oh, I saw this lip gloss today and it was called Juicy Peach. And I thought of you. I'm like, yeah, you know me. <laughs> and the way that the guy that we're friends with was like, honestly, so confused. I, he goes, why is it? <laughs> I go, I really have no butt. So I always say kiss the freaking peach. Goodbye. Anywho, you guys, I thought that was funny. Um, okay. Rough patch or kiss the peach. Carly absolutely love you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I love you too. Big fan of the potty, the kitties and the cutie community. So picture this, me, a stunning 28 year old girly dating her sexy 33 year old boyfriend with rough hands for the last three years. Okay. She's bragging except I don't know if we're in a rough patch or it's time to wrap it up in the last year we've been on and off. He is imperfect, but appreciate that he's trying. Also we have extreme sexual chemistry. That's hard for me to walk away from his tensions with me are genuine, except his actual effort is barely there. He always needs instructions on how to treat me and to make me feel loved. He's not romantic. So in the past, I gently communicate my needs. More recently, I've been an asshole. We haven't had a good week in months. He bears with me while I complain, yet makes it clear and that I'm able to be upset, but he won't tolerate disrespect or negative remarks about his character. In parentheses, so hot. <laughs> Um, it's less motivating to do better when I'm bringing him down and focusing on the negative. And I get that he knows that I'm always searching for problems. I swear. I don't want chaos. I'm not looking for reasons to leave. I just want him to challenge me. I want him to prove that he can step up and do better. This is clearly not the way to go about it, but I feel, but I don't feel heard or taken seriously unless I act out, but there's something to be said about his resistance to put in more effort and my negative attitude with him my expectations in the relationship have changed. Maybe because I'm getting older. I don't know. And with him, I feel like I have to set the bar lower and lower and lower each time we get back together. I'm a big believer that people treat you how they feel about you. And I don't feel that we treat each other with the love we once had. Anyway, he takes pride in knowing that he's never been one to run away when things get rough. Please literally, I just don't think he wants the responsibility to end things or feel the weight of that choice. I feel like I'm writing this. I'm looking for validation to end things. Well, girl, I need to make a decision soon because his gym membership is on my corporate account and expires in April. (laughs) Isn't it so funny? I'm so sorry. I have to like sidebar this. Isn't it so funny? The things that finally put us over the edge in a relationship because they really do linger. A A breakup is not quick. It takes a really long time. It's not like, Oh, I thought about breaking up with this person and now we're broken up. I mean, unless you're me, but in long relationships, it really does linger for quite some time before you guys actually call it quits. And it's something like this, like a gym membership expiring or a credit card or a trip or a holiday or a birthday, something like this, that just really goes, you know what I, this is going to be the, this is going to be the end of it for me. God, it's so relatable. Okay. So let's see. So the gym membership expires at the end of April and his birthday is in mid-May. Okay. Um, the worst is fighting right before, or just after the birthday celebration. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, appreciate any thoughts you might have girl. I think you already know. I think, um, I think you already know what's best for you. And I think you, like you were saying, just need some type of encouragement to make your choice and listen, at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you have to do whatever, whatever you need to make your Robert, What the hell is going on with you? Are you guys feral today? Not Robert scratching my kitchen counter, uh, my, my kitchen cabinets. Um, <clears throat> insane. But I think that you know what choice will make you happy. And it's tough. Like we like the email we just heard. It's tough. But once you do it, you'll feel like the weight of the world is is lifted off your shoulders and you'll finally feel like you're able to breathe. I think you should just you got to rip the bandaid off. I know it sucks and I'm sorry, but it's better. It's it's a better choice for you. You know. And you've tried, you've given it, you've given it many chances. I understand, too, where you're coming from, where it's like, Sometimes you're in a relationship and you both just, you like hit a wall and you love each other. So you don't want to walk away, but you both very clearly resent each other. Like I've been in situations like that before when I'm unhappy in a relationship and we end up fighting so much. And then I feel like I I, I've explained this. I don't know if I've explained this before on the podcast, but I've spoken to my friends about this and in certain situations I've been in where I feel like I turn into a person that I don't want to be or that I'm just not, you know, I feel like I'm nagging or I feel like I'm nitpicking or I'm searching for something or I'm I'm angry and I'm just not an angry person. But if you're not with the right person, you turn into that, you know, you turn into somebody that really doesn't seem familiar. Um, So I think that's a huge flag of not being with the right person. I know relationships aren't always perfect, but you know, they're, they're definitely every relationship that's difficult, but there's also, there's also something to be said about enjoying your time with someone when it's good and then not, you know, dragging it on when you're both unhappy. I think it's best for both of you. Okay. This one says my untethered era. Hi, Carly, and the fancy but feral felines. Yeah, they're feral as hell. They're feral as hell, and they're looking at me. I don't know why, and I do get scared. Um, I'm a newish listener and already obsessed with you and the Secret Keepers Club girlies. You had me howling this past Sunday as I was driving two hours for a goddamn lunch date with some joker from Raya. Oh, God. Good luck, girl. And I credit you as the only reason I didn't Tokyo drift that car. (laughs) Right around in the middle of the highway and bail, we ended up having a really nice time. So thank you for getting me there. Oh, also, also, let's address the elephant in the room before I continue this email. I meant to mention this first in the beginning of the show, girl. I heard, I know that it's called norepinephrine. Okay, and I'm sorry that I call it nori fine and I'm sorry that I call it nine norepinephrine. Okay, am I a medical professional? <laughs> no, and I said to my friend my, my friend's and nurse. I said, didn't I like sound it out at least a little? She said, girl, no, you butchered it. You murdered it. You murdered it. So yeah, I, I got a bunch of uh, voice memos from you guys going, girl, it's norepinephrine. It's norepinephrine. I'm like, all right, I get it. Hey, I'm not here to, you know, teach English. <laughs> I'm not here to give you surgery or take your blood. I'm just here, you know, I'm just here chit-chatting with the girls. Anywho, I, I meant to mention that in the beginning of the show. Let's continue with this email. She she drove two hours to see a guy. So a couple months ago, I fell victim to the wide te- widespread tech layoff massacres and lost my job. Oh, I'm so sorry. I actually know a lot of people um, that got laid off as well. It was like all the, the major companies did layoffs. Um, it was stable, but uninspiring. And admittedly, I was quite relieved when it happened, but I still felt a sting of rejection and fear and uncertainty ahead. But then just to add insult to injury, my boyfriend dumped my ass a week later. Are you kidding me? Absolutely criminal straight to jail. That is so sh- How could you do that to my girl? F- Please. Um, we had been dating for about eight months and things had gotten serious really fast. We had a super Compatible lifestyles, goals, humor, and great physical attraction, in parentheses, like really good. And she put really in italics. So (laughs) they're fucking, okay? Just FYI. He was smart and funny and tall. And I'm an over, I'm a six foot one girly over here. God bless us. And I really loved him. Even Enough to overlook all of our core conflicts. I won't bore you with all the details, but he was insecure, controlling, and jealous, which manifested in in some really challenging ways, like him prohibiting me from wearing cheetah print or leather pants. What? Even Stanley started hollering at that. Cheetah print or leather pants? Let me tell you something right now. It couldn't be couldn't be us, girls. No. You can't I can't imagine a grown man being like, you can't wear cheetah print. Like, sir, I'm from Long Island. Okay, that's pretty much my that's my culture. Cheetah print and leather pants, please. I have 15. I have 15 outfits just like that in my closet. What's next? I can't wear zebra print either? Listen. That is that alone, I would I would actually dump him. I would actually dump him for that. I don't like this guy. There's something up with him. He's 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 unwell. Who doesn't like cheetah print? Never goes out of style. It's universal. Anywho, he seems like a douche, but I'll keep reading. Okay. She says, all that to be said, the breakup wasn't entirely unexpected after months of running into repeated issues, but I was more willing to work through them. And tragically, he was not. While our separation was for the best, the compounded effect of losing my job and a partner in such a short span of time has sent me into a tailspin. I feel like I've been laughing it off by saying I'm in my untethered era, but honestly, I feel like I've lost my entire sense of self and my confidence, especially as I started dipping my toes back into the dating world i.e. Raya dates that are literally 100 miles away. What the hell is happening? And seeking employment when nobody on planet earth wants to hire me. My friends have been nothing but supportive and amazing, but I suddenly feel so unworthy of their love. I feel like I used to be so fun and engaging. And now I'm just this big, sad loser taking up space in everyone's lives and guilty for the support that people have offered me like did my personality also get laid off last month maybe I don't have a clear question that I'm asking here but I would love some insight on whether there was a time when you felt like you completely lost yourself and how you were able to find her again and how to approach dating when you feel painfully unsure of your future both in regards to location and purpose even if you want to just throw a girly a bone here and tell me that I'm going to be okay that would be nice too much love to you and the fur babies girl uh, this is such a it's just one of the ebbs and flows of life. And this is so, I know that it fucking sucks, right? Cause not only did you lose your job, which sucks, um, unexpectedly, you know, <clears throat> you also went through a breakup. So you got a lot going on right now. And when it rains, it pours, but I think you need to give yourself, don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself. You need to give yourself a little bit more grace, right? Of course you're bummed out, You've been through a lot the last few months, right? Treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend. That's what you really need to, to do. And a lot of times, this of course has happened to me before where I think, you know, I'm looking forward to a job and then it gets canceled or, you know, I, I don't get a, a job that I really want or I'm dating someone that I think I'm gonna marry and then, you know, shit happens. I can't tell you how many times, but you want to know what's good is that all of these things really, all of these endings of things that we don't absolutely love, like all of these endings of things that aren't right for us, are really. And I know this sounds like uh, I, I'm honestly embarrassed saying this because it sounds so cheesy, but it really is true. It's a it's a new beginning of a new chapter in your life that's going to be really really exciting. It's not the end of anything. You're fine. You're young. You're healthy. You have your whole life ahead of you. You know, I know it sucks, but it'll be OK. That's all that matters. Stanley, he's in the shoebox. My, my cats are feral right now. Sometimes I, you know, I treat them like princes. I'm like, they really were. I mean, he was, to be fair, born in a dumpster. So sometimes I feel he's, he's doing dumpster things and he's doing dumpster rat things. But... um girl, I think, I, I know you're going to be fine. I don't even think you're going to be fine. Everything will fall into place. You're just, you're, you're going through it right now. And understandably. So I think any of us would, but it's happened to me so many times where I get like devastated over a work thing or a relationship or something. And then, you know, time goes by and you go, Oh, that really wasn't for me. You know, that was just something passing through. That wasn't something that, uh, was meant to be forever. We also have factor. You guys know I love factor. The weather is warming up. You're ready to get a tan. You want to go out with the girlies, right? And you don't want to be inside cooking meals. Factor is America's number one ready to eat meal kit. They deliver nutritious meals straight to your door, leaving you with more time to go outside and soak up the sun. I love anything. I'm always advocate for anything that makes my life easier, especially when it comes to cooking and clean. It's just like so much easier. Girl, when I'm, when I'm cooking, I'm making such a damn mess and then I have to clean the kitchen after. It's like, can't somebody just bring me food? And guess what? Factor does that. So they're always fresh, never frozen, and they take two minutes to prepare so you'll be eating well no matter how hectic your schedule becomes. With over 34 chef-prepared, dietitian approved options each week, there's always something new and exciting to try. Head over to factormeals.com secretkeepers50 and use code secretkeepers50 to get 50% off your first box. That's a good deal. That's code secretkeepers50 at factormeals.com slash secret keepers 50 to get 50% off your first box. So this one says, are we mad? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And I don't know why. Hi, Carly. I'm a brand new listener and I love your potty. Hey, where are all the new listeners coming from? Where, Where are my girls at? I, um, I feel like we've seen a few emails this episode. That's like, hey, I'm a brand new listener. Where the hell are you girls coming to? Where you been? Okay. But also, thank you. I appreciate it. I always wonder how how people hear about the potty. It's, it's all through word of mouth. This podcast has never been promoted on any <laughs> platform by any production company or anybody. <laughs> so thank you to those of you that do recommend it. But anywho. I'm a brand new listener and I love the pod. I know I'll fit in well with the girlies and love for the fur baby mentions. Oh, this situation happened a while ago, but I can't decide how I feel about it. I wanted to share this with you and get your thoughts because it's kind of embarrassing to ask my friends about. About two years ago, mine and my husband's dog passed away from cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's so sad. It was so sad and I really took it hard. Um, as he was still pretty young for a dog after a little time had passed, I started looking at getting another one because I work from home and we don't have kids. So I was really missing having a companion. I texted my husband one day while he was at work and letting him know that I found a litter that was due in a couple of months. Um, I wasn't too far away and they were a good price, still expensive, but not a billion dollars. If you know, you know, and his response was positive, but he was because he was also missing our dog. But then he said, can we make a deal? He proceeded to offer me hundred dollars toward the price for every pound I lost. <gasps> Girl. My God. I don't even, I can't even handle reading this for every pound I lost in between then. And when we got the dog, initially my heart dropped to my ass. I was so taken aback and immediately felt like shit. I didn't respond to his text and just kind of sat on it throughout the day. And then I said, okay, there were a couple of things that I should mention number one, I make more money than my husband. So originally planned to just buy the puppy for myself or pay for the majority of it. Number two, I'm not super overweight. However, when we met, I was 19 and we're about to turn 30. I have put on weight throughout the years, but he looks better now than he did then. I roll. I am an active person, but my husband is very fit. He wakes up at 5 a.m. Most days. And I usually work out three-ish times a week. Um, Number four, he knows I'm trying Always to drop some pounds, but we love eating and drinking. So I just got on being, I just go on being semi fat and sassy. So my question is are we mad at him or was that a nice way to talk about something that is uncomfortable? I can't say I would have loved it if he gained a bunch of weight, but I don't know if I would go as far as to offer him a monetary goal. Side note a family member ended up just giving us a cash gift. So we both decided to put it towards the dog. So the deal was never brought up again. Um, Here's a picture of the pup we ended up with. Because I know you love a visual aid. Thanks for your help. Okay, let's look at the picture. Okay, okay. So what's crazy about this? What is crazy about this is that she's skinny. The whole thing is crazy, but what really just put the icing on the cake for me is that she's skinny. So to me, this is obviously not about your weight. This is about him trying to control you and make you feel like shit. And yes, I would have a problem with it. And and what would I do? I would kill him. You know, I'm not telling anybody to do that, but if it were me personally, I would probably end up killing him because guess what? You're not going to, first of all, I'm, I'm being, I'm trying to put myself in a certain situation in my head, right? Like say I'm married, say I gain a bunch of weight and my husband, you know, is concerned about my health and wants to bring it up to me. That's fine. I don't think that that would, you know, I think that sometimes those conversations, like it would, it would probably hurt me, but I wouldn't be like devastated over it. I maybe would even appreciate the, you know, honesty or help from him if he was trying to reach out and be like, hey, let's, you know, whatever. If he was nervous about my, my well being, my health. But if, if a guy offered me money to lose weight, I can't, I mean, my blood is boiling right now. I would honestly, girl, I would lose it. So this is him trying to control you because you're gorgeous and you're beautiful. And he wants you to feel like he he wants you to feel like you're not a million times better looking than him. So I think that's what this is, because I really am. I'm looking at this picture and you're not overweight at all. Um, and I bet you, if you did talk to any of your friends like this, they would go, are you fucking kidding me? Please not this guy doing that. Not him. No. Couldn't be. I would tell him, I would just say, listen, this, I know this happened a little while ago, but it really kind of stuck with me. And I felt like the way that you brought it up, um, wasn't cool. And it was. Really insulting. Um, if you want to talk to me about something, I want to feel like we have can have an open relation, an open, you know, line of communication. But at the same time, it really hurt my feelings and it made me feel like you look at me a certain way. And fuck you. And you want to know what I would do? I would rob him just on principle. But guess what? You make more money than him. So come on. Girl, girl. I think you need to say something. Everybody needs to. If, if if you guys take one thing from me, it's please, for the love of God, stand up for yourselves. I always, I always feel for you when you guys are in, you know, relationships or you're married or whatever, even friendships and stuff, and you feel like you can't talk to people. Like, what's the point of it all? If you can't just be honest about how you're feeling. Um. This one says no subject. Uh-oh. When there's no subject... Uh Oh. And girl, keep us posted on that. Uh, hello, Carly. First, I wanted to say I've been a fan of yours since the girl code days. Oh, thank you so much. I was such a baby. We were such babies. I was in Trader Joe's last week and uh, a girl was uh, at the register behind me, like, you know, checking out. And I was like chit chatting with the cashier and we were like laughing and um, whatever. And then I went to go walk out And this girl stopped me and she was like, I knew I recognized your voice when I overheard you talking to the cashier. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so funny. She goes, I just turned 20 and I used to watch you on Girl Code. I go, girl, so you were like eight years old. She's like, yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. (sighs) My God. Girl. I'm like, so you were literally, because I, I think Girl Code, it was, she would have been 10 years old, actually, because Girl Code came out in what, 2000? and I think we started filming it in 2012. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. All right. Thank you so much, by the way. <laughs> Uh, I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, and I always suggest it to others when they ask for podcast recommendations. Oh, thank you. I have a huge dilemma that's been consuming my mind all week. And I thought, oh my God, I finally have inter- I have something to write into Carly and the girlies about this year. My sister is getting married and I'm her matron of honor. Fun fact, because I'm married, I'm considered a matron and not a maid. Oh, I've never heard that before. Um, any whore she scheduled the bachelorette party on my wife's birthday. My wife is really upset because it's her birthday. It's her special day for her to have really one day a year. And she wants to be it to be all about her, which is an easy ask for, um, given that she's incredible and gives me the world every single day. My sister is adamant that it has to be that day. And part of me understands her point of view more because... Um, Some of her out-of-state friends can only make that week, and I understand both of their points of view. I feel sick to my stomach because I have no idea how to make either of them happy. I've suggested options to both of them, changing the bachelorette party date and celebrating my wife's birthday a day early, but now they're both upset. Oh. I want to be there for my sister during the special time, but being the matron of honor means that I would be in charge of all of this bachelorette and unable to celebrate with my own partner for her birthday. Please enjoy this FM- FMK of stressful ev- events that we all have to attend when we don't want to. <laughs> okay. And then we'll do um, that fuck, marry, kill at the end. So this, this sucks. I'm sorry that you're going through this, but um, I, I understand like I understand where your wife is coming from, of course, where it's her birthday. She wants it to be a special day, but your sister, this only happens once in a lifetime. Um, so I think it's reasonable to say, you know, let's celebrate your birthday. We'll do something really special for your birthday the day before, the week before, the week after, whatever, um, you know, to make it up to her. And again, I, I understand where she's coming from. Like it's one day, but, um, you know, your sister, your sister's bachelorette party is like, you know, it's a once in a lifetime thing, unless you're like me, who's probably going to get married five or six times. My bachelorette parties will stop meaning anything about my fourth wedding, but I think that's reasonable. And I think, you know, you just say, listen, I, I, I tried my best. I asked her if she would switch it up and, and she can't. So it's her wedding. We have to be cognizant of that. I'll make it up to you. You know, you, you, tell me, you tell me to jump. I ask how high, right? So you have to keep us posted on that. And what goes on with that? Stanley, what are we doing, buddy? Jesus Christ, I can't get a damn moment of silence in here. I can't get a damn moment of silence in here. Um, okay, let's do another one. Do you hear that? He's in a he's in a plastic, not a plastic bag. Oh my god, no, a paper bag, plastic bag. Imagine. Do, 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 do. Thanks for waiting. Okay, this <laughs> this one says we're flirting at Trader Joe's, right? Hi, Carly and. The cat boys. I just got home from Trader Joe's and I'm so embarrassed. I was checking out and the cashier guy was so damn cute. Okay, first of all, what is with that? Because everybody that works at Trader Joe's is hot as hell. What do they go to casting calls and pick out some models and put a little Hawaiian shirt on them and put them behind the register? There are. I mean, the people who work at Trader Joe's. I'm like, you're fucking hot. Please. I don't see that shit going on at Whole Foods. I don't see that going on at Wegmans. It's Giving Fashion Week over there. Okay. So she said she was flirting. And then he asked, do you want a separate bag for your toilet paper? Why is buying toilet paper so embarrassing? I literally started blushing and wanted to be like, I honestly don't even know why I buy that. <laughs> I don't even go to the bathroom and throw it away. <laughs> Being human is just so embarrassing, honestly, LOL. Anyway, give the girlies a Trader Joe's snack rack because I'm always so overwhelmed by the snacks and I buy um, none of them, which is so sad. And I need a reason to go back and redeem myself with the cute guy who now knows that I go to the bathroom. Um, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. So uh, good Trader Joe's snack recommendations. I love the um, I love the kettle corn. I love their cheese, like those like cheese puffs they have. They have really good trail mix. There's one trail mix that's like, I'm not even exaggerating, 99.9% chocolate. That's the one that I buy and I put it in my oatmeal. The flaxseed oatmeal packets are really good. Um, Not me trying every single thing at at TJ's. And I'm going to tell you guys the star of the show. And whenever I see it, I get horny because it's very rare because they're always sold out because they're so delish. The croissant croutons. Okay, please. They're so good. Please, girls. Everybody relaxed. Get in your car right now. Go get croissant croutons, girls. And and the um the olives, the grilled olives are really good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I get like dried mango there, you know, like dried fruits and stuff. I'm trying to think of other snacks. The tortilla chips that are like um they're like vegetable tortilla chips. They're like beet and spinach. Like one is red, one is green. Like you know, they're like all different colors. I like those too. But I get it. Any anything you really try, anything you really try, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like it. But yeah, boy, uh, boying toilet plane, bro. Oh my god, what the hell is going on with me? All right, um, let's do these fuck Mary kills. So the first one is bachelorette party, gender reveal party, engagement party. Okay. I think bachelorette party I know that it's like a like a silly like oh haha like you know I'm wearing a crown with a big penis on it and you know like our straws are penises and stuff. I kind of like think that's funny. So I'm going to marry the bachelorette party. I'm going to fuck an engagement party and I'm going to kill a gender reveal party. No offense. And then the other fuck, marry, kill is, okay, tall, hot finance guy with a boring personality. Hey, I know a few of those. Mysterious and handsome musician who's very emotional or cute, funny guy who eats a lot of hot dogs (laughs) and loves cats. Okay. So I'm going to marry the guy who eats a lot of hot dogs and loves cats. I'm going to fuck the musician who's emotional, even though that might be, I mean, if you're, if you're fucking between the musician who's emotional or the finance guy, that's boring. I mean, uh, you know, my hands are tied here. There's really no right option. It's going to, it's going to be bad, but I guess we're going to fuck the musician. We're going to kill the finance guy. RIP though. You know, boring people can be funny too. Like they're, they're just like, it's funny that they're boring. If that makes any sense. Like I just get People who are just like, so not even boring, like people who are just so normal. <laughs> like I get such a kick out of them. I'm, I'm so interested in what they do. And, and people might think that's boring. I don't, I really don't like a finance guy. I'm like, so you woke up and what did you do? You woke up and you went to get a freaking coffee and then you went to the office. And then what did you have for, for office lunch? Let me guess. Kava. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so much fun. Oh, by the way, you guys, I was at my friend's birthday, like, you know, my, my friend's birthday drinks last week. Shout out to Alicia. It was her birthday. And we're at the bar and I'm, I'm you know, a couple drinks in, right? Because I'm not a nun. And I get a tap on my shoulder. And who is it? A guy that I went out with. Oh, I wish I told this story in the beginning of the podcast. Because it's a good one. A guy that I went out with, Uh, I would say like about a year ago and I met him when I was out my you know he was with friends I was with friends we went on a date and when I tell you this guy was a fucking wreck okay he was a wreck he was like you know I, I really think it's good that I'm getting back out there because I just got out of like a long relationship and I proposed and she said no I'm like oh my god like I'm so sorry he goes yeah I said, when did that happen? He's like, <laughs> last week. Oh, OK. So we didn't waste that much time for getting back out there. You never really were not out there. You know, you were really never in there. You've gone from relationship to now. To You've gone to somebody saying no when you propose to now I'm on a date with you at, at, at a Vietnamese restaurant. OK, there wasn't much in between that. So he's, he was talking about his ex so much. And I just like, I, I fucking, you know, obviously was not interested. He was talking about her so much. I started to miss the bitch. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She sounds great. You know, you really, <laughs> you really messed up, you know, you, you blew it. So he asked me to hang out a bunch of times and he is like, let's go to the, ha- he has like a house in the Hamptons. Let's go to the Hamptons. Let's do this. And blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, at first I was saying no. And then I just stopped answering him. I'm like, dude, you're 40. I'm not fucking interested. Get the, you know, get the hint at some point. And I, and I don't feel that going on one date with somebody warrants a full explanation of why I don't want to see you again. We didn't mesh. Okay. Let's call it spade a spade here. Don't make me give you the, the, you know, the spiel. So I just started ignoring him. He DMs me constantly. You know, he responds to all my Instagram stories. He texts me. He like, you know, and he's a nice guy. So it sucks. But like, what are you going to do? I can't. That's not my not my circus, not my monkeys. Right. So anyway, he taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. I go this fucking guy. I'm like, hey. He's like, remember when you uh, stopped answering me and you ghosted (laughs) and you ghosted me? Okay. Well, I said, you want to I said, you want to do this right now? Because, girl, I was a few drinks in, you know? And he goes, Yeah, I would love to know why. I said, Well, I didn't think that it was my responsibility to help you get through your breakup. And he went, Okay. And I said, And I think I deserved way more than to feel like I was a distraction for you. And he said, You're so right. And he goes, And I'm so sorry. Yeah, you should, you should, you could have texted me that. You could have texted me that at some point when you were, when you were so busy texting me. He said, you want to know what's crazy? He said, I remember we were out uh, uh, to dinner and I said something and I just saw your face. And in my head, I said, I, I just blew it with her. I'm like, yeah, like not for nothing. Trust me, it's fine. You know, I really was going to be like, dude, I wasn't that concerned with it. I just was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be in a throuple with you and your ex fucking girlfriend. So anyway, he apologized, which is a very rare thing that that men do. But I was like kind of proud of myself for just being like, listen, dude, I'm not going to like I here's one thing about me. I'm not going out of my way or changing the way that I feel to make a man feel like to like like um, to like soften the blow for for a guy. Sorry, you were annoying. You were rude. I just felt like you were fucking obviously still in love with somebody because you proposed you gave someone a, you 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 presented someone with a wedding ring you know, with an engagement ring three days prior to us going out. So I'm pretty sure I'm not the crazy one here, but that's the thing. Men don't really know a lot of times, like how to deal with a breakup or how to, you know, and it kind of sucks because I do think that men are conditioned to not be so emotional from when they're young you know, they think they're embarrassed by it or they think it makes them not masculine or something. So I do think that that's where a lot of like men with all these emotional problems like come from, not emotional problems, but like problem expressing their emotions rather. And, but I'm like, yeah, that's also not my, you know, I I've done the work. And I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to get involved in this. I'm not trying to fix anybody anymore. Guess what? I need someone to fix my stuff. I need a guy with a hammer and a and a tool belt and a damn you know jigsaw, whatever they call it. What is it? A jigsaw? I need a guy that's going to strip the the paint off of my TV stand, you know, and stain the wood a different color for me. That would be really nice, you know. That's what the type of tools I'm looking for. I'm looking for physical, you know, help. But anywho, you guys, I love you, and I just wanted to tell you this story. So. Um, I'll see you next week. Email us secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.